0: The Great Reset is upon us or at least the powers that we are trying to bring it out. What was once a fringe conspiracy theory is now on display playing as day for everyone to see. The economic, political, academic, and media elites around the world are leveraging the chaos, confusion, and restrictions on liberty from the COVID-19 lockdowns and using them to radically alter society around the world. What will this change look like? The global elites want to create a society of renters who own nothing while also pushing a social agenda that would be unpopular with the unwashed masses and difficult to implement in a society with a broad, ownership-based middle class. What this means is that you would rent not just your home, but also your phone, computer. Car though you probably will car share, the term for renting a car when you need one for an extended period and summoning one when you need it for a ride, and even the pots and pans you cook with. The flip side of this will be a radical transformation of the world economy. No longer will you have a job in the sense that it has traditionally been understood. Instead, you will work various and sundry gigs, all of which place you in a precarious position at any given time. You will receive a fee for services performed with no benefits, paid time off, healthcare, or anything else that the middle class in the West has become accustomed to, to facilitate the Great Reset. Rural populations will have to be coerced into more concentrated population centers since dispersed populations have to high a carbon footprint. The suburbs will be a thing of the past as suburbs and exurbs become more like cities. Mixed-use housing, where you and 500 other people live in a mid-rise condo hive with shops and work-share spaces in the same area. What is the Great Reset? Knowing what the Great Reset is can be difficult because official sources on the matter. World Economic Forum, the primary mover behind the Great Reset, and its affiliated organizations and individuals, cloak their aims in vague euphemisms like the main slogan for the Great Reset. Build Back Better. We have discussed in our articles on Cultural Marxism, Critical Race Theory in Public Schools and George Soros how the enemies of freedom often use vague, non-specifically positive language for their projects. These are generally words that, when taken at face value, no one could possibly disagree with, who would be against building back better. These words mean something else, and one should not accept at face value the idea that the Great Reset is simply building back better any more than one should accept at face value the claim that 4 out of 5 doctors smoke camels. So what is the Great Reset? At its core, the Great Reset is an attempt to enforce socialism through private companies rather than only through the government. Think of it as socialism with Amazon Prime characteristics. That being said, the government will certainly play a role in the Great Reset by angling for higher taxes, which the wealthy will be able to avoid using armies of lawyers and accountants, adding additional bureaucratic red tape, which the wealthy will avoid using the same armies of lawyers, connections, and special carve-outs and growing big government social programs allow the New Deal, which will disproportionately benefit the wealthy and preferred underclass who will be weaponized against the broad middle class. An excellent example of a Great Reset program in the United States is the proposed Green New Deal, which we will discuss in greater detail later. Here is a glimpse of how the Great Reset will look. Sharing economy, everything is rented and nothing is owned. Digital media, it will be easier to ban and suppress books and videos that run contrary to prevailing narratives. Social media restrictions, the de facto public square, will be restricted to those who tout the latest version of elite narratives. A de facto social credit system, those who deviate from the narrative will be financially blacklisted, including loss of their dubious benefits, which will increasingly become necessary for ordinary life and even survival. Centralization of housing and land, fewer and fewer Americans will own the property they live in and on. Racial equity, some races will be more equal than others, with preferred groups becoming the recipients of generous benefit programs funded by the less preferred groups, who increasingly become tax slaves. Climate change, protection of the environment, will be used as an excuse to reduce the standard of living for the middle class, Increased restrictions on freedom of movement, and even access to food. Ground-level goons will operate with impunity to attack enemies of the system in coordinated outbreaks of violence and intimidation. Concentrated wealth. Wealth will be concentrated in the hands of the regime and its allies which will be used as economic leverage to control political discourse and personal freedom. Is the Great Reset real? This might all sound a little far-fetched, however, unlike other alleged conspiracy theories which require a great amount of research to prove are true. The Great Reset is right out there in the open for everyone to see. The people pushing it brag about it, speak of it openly, craft propaganda campaigns around it. Refer to it explicitly by name and get publicly frustrated and angry when the dog isn't going to eat the dog food. A video of Klaus Schwab, founder and chairman of the World Economic Forum, the primary global elite institution pushing for the Great Reset, went viral. It is only about 40 seconds and well worth the time it takes to watch. You'll see the Great Reset logo right behind Schwab in the same font as the World Economic Forum logo. Additionally, Schwab explicitly speaks of the Great Reset and his frustration with the COVID-19 pandemic and that it has not been as effective as he would like in pushing the Great Reset. Klaus Schwab isn't some random guy on Twitter or a blogger with a couple dozen readers. He is an extremely powerful man and head of one of the most important elite globalist organizations in the world, the World Economic Forum. The Great Reset is larger than a single 40-second viral clip. There's an entire page about it on the World Economic Forum's website, including a lot of vague language that doesn't tell you much of what it actually. Times website includes a rather massive cache of articles pushing the subject as unassailably good and beyond question or reproach. A video on the World Economic Forum's YouTube channel is effectively a five-minute PSA of talking points on the subject. Alarmingly, the BBC and others are running articles encouraging you not to believe your own lying eyes, insisting that this is a conspiracy theory not rooted in fact. Additionally, Wikipedia includes an entire section assuring you that the conspiracy theory of the Great Reset bears no relation to the pure. Noble intentions of people like Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, and Tony Blair. The Great Reset is clearly real, but how do the powers that be intend to force it on the world? Grooming for a police state. Whether one thinks that the COVID-19 lockdowns and restrictions were a good-faith response to a public health emergency are not is irrelevant. The fact of the matter is that it accustomed Americans and Westerners to significant restrictions on their freedoms, including freedom of movement. More than that, it showed those in power that people that if you created enough fear. Americans would tolerate the restrictions. Thus, consciously or not, global elites were grooming the world population for a police state. Fortunately, there has been some pushback and vaccine passports are encountering stiff resistance from both elected officials and the general population at large. For most of 2020 and 2021 the most freedom loving people on earth americans were walking around with dirty useless masks on to comply with a government mandate a mandate that after further scrutiny made no sense americans even allowed their children to be subjected to this as a condition of attending school the covid 19 lockdowns were not the first time that americans were groomed for police state tsa is the biggest example of this however we also see examples of this in our public schools with metal detectors and warrantless searches If nothing else, the elites learn that there is just about nothing that America and the world will not tolerate provided that you scare them enough. The burning question now is how will Americans be scared into further erosions of their liberties? The sky is falling, climate austerity, and the Great Reset. The most likely answer is through climate austerity. There have already been musings among the COVID-19 lockdown warriors that one of the best things about the lockdowns is that they significantly reduce carbon emissions, thus saving the planet during the period when people were locked down. The natural conclusion is that climate lockdowns are a viable solution to climate change. Whether or not one believes that climate change exists and is caused by humans is irrelevant. What is relevant is whether or not the burden of fixing the planet, if such a thing is necessary and possible, ought to be borne by individual consumers and the common man. Perhaps not surprisingly, billionaire plutocrats like Bill Gates think that it ought to be. This is the real meaning of we're all in this together. Does anyone honestly believe that Davos attendees like Bill Gates will be living in dents? Mixed-use communities are eating cricket patties as their primary source of protein. Of course not. They will continue to live the affluent lifestyles that they currently live in while the rest of us suffer. The idea that you and I ought to bear the burden of climate change is called climate austerity. It is the belief that the average man must tighten his belt and lower his standard of living in what might well be a totally quixotic attempt to save the planet. It is a concept closely tied to the Great Reset and an example of how something other than another pandemic might be used to get Americans and the rest of the world to radically change their notion of what they're allowed to do. We should all recall back that poorly aged phrase 14 days to stop the spread. How many times did the goalposts move? Where are we with that as you read this? First, we were told that we needed to flatten the curve. Then there needed to be a vaccine. Then the vaccine wasn't enough. The point is that COVID-19 became a perpetual excuse for the elites to enact whatever emergency measures they wanted, all for your own safety. Of course, an integral part of climate austerity is the war on private transportation, commercial flights, and freedom of travel. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg floated a mileage tax and many measures advanced by the Green New Deal that would effectively ban private transportation. Due to the high costs, again, you will be impacted by this but the elites will not. It seems that there is almost a weekly outrage against pickup trucks on Twitter. The real reason for this is to control the free movement of people. The agenda here has nothing to do with stated goals and everything to do with locking you down, reducing your standard of living, abolishing your way of life, and subjecting every aspect of your life to control by powerful elites. The great reset in action, BlackRock creates a nation of renters. BlackRock is a private equity firm that has been offering absurd prices for residential homes in the suburbs. They don't plan to flip them and turn a profit. Rather, the plan is to buy homes at 50% above asking with the purpose of transforming these homes into rental properties. BlackRock's acquisition of the suburbs is part of a larger issue that grew out of COVID-19, but is closely related to the Great Reset, the increased centralization of the American economy, while isolated conservatives such as Ben Shapiro took to Twitter to defend the free market principles of venture capital speculating on the market using free money from the Federal Reserve. Most recognize BlackRock's attempt to corner the housing market for what it is. It was a transparent move to transform America into a society of modern serfs. Renters who own nothing can be moved around at the whims of big money or financially blacklisted if they step out of line. BlackRock is certainly villainous, but they represent a broader trend not just limited to the housing market. The concentration of wealth as a weapon. The Bernie Sanders left focuses on wealth inequality, which is simply a fact of life that cannot be done away with. The poor, Christ told us, you will always have with you. People having more than other people isn't a social problem, but a few people owning everything is. Because it is simply socialism by other means. It also dramatically reduces the number of people with skin in the game making the economic and social atmosphere extremely volatile. One company, or a handful of them, who dominate the housing market are dangerous for a variety of reasons. Chief among these reasons is the ability to weaponize this control over housing against critics of the regime, who needs the government to enact a social credit system when the national landlord has one. Of course, the usual dummies will defend this because it's being done by a private corporation. It is worth briefly noting that the eviction moratorium favors large landlords who can go months or years without an income over smaller ones, who cannot... The moratorium was enacted by the CDC, which apparently now has the authority to control rental properties in the United States. The Great Reset in Action, Social Credit The Great Reset is all in on racial equity, a term that appeared almost out of nowhere around the 2020 election and has been used unrelentingly since in the mainstream press as if it were a word everyone always used. Ashania has always been at war with East Asia. Equity effectively means, not to lean quite too heavily on Orwell, that all races are equal but some races are more equal than others. This is a key goal of the Great Reset. The argument basically goes that the only way to address racial disparities in the United States is by extended special benefits and privileges to allegedly oppressed groups because government benefit programs are a zero sum game. These assistance programs and special privileges will have to be paid for by someone else. For every dollar of benefit money doled out, a dollar of income is lost by someone else. For every job or university position reserved for a protected class, something is lost by someone else. A key part of the push for equity is attacks on people who oppose it. Equity as an ideology is tied up with a bundle of other ideas pushed by cultural Marxists, and the extremely similar but unrelated phenomenon of George Soros' open society types. The important part, as far as we are concerned, is that concentrated wealth is better able to enforce the prevailing diktats of ideology. When small business evaporates, it is easier to enforce social programs using the private sector. Similarly, when ownership becomes increasingly concentrated, it is easier to enforce a de facto social credit system. The value system of corporate elites is well known. Conservatives are already being denied bank accounts because of their beliefs, and the beliefs that warrant financial blacklisting are increasingly expanded. It is not too much to imagine that in the very near future, financial blacklisting and social ostracism, enforced by big tech and big finance, will come to include any critics of so-called racial equity or any other aspect of regime ideology. In general, what you're looking at is a system where there are far fewer poles of financial and social attraction and that these few remaining poles are increasingly inseparable from the state. This is the essence of fascism and its definition not as any one set of ideological or political principles, but as a system of governance where there is little to no daylight between the corporate sector and the administrative state. Why, the Great Reset. We cannot speculate as to the internal motives of any man. What we can do is talk about the tangible effects that policies have here in the real world. The primary tangible effect of the Great Reset is an increased amount of power and wealth in the hands of fewer and fewer people, all of whom are hostile toward you, your values, and your way of life. It might have been a happy accident that the greatest wealth transfer in human history happened during the COVID-19 lockdowns, or it might have been by design. Regardless, the upward wealth transfer happened. Success rarely satiates, rather it fuels a hunger for more success. We should see this wealth transfer as a prelude to an even larger wealth transfer that is forthcoming. Additionally, the Western middle class sits on an enormous reserve of wealth in the form of home ownership and retirement funds. These are the white whales of the global elite. One would be a fool, given all of the evidence, to believe that they would stop at anything to acquire this massive reserve of wealth. To the extent that it is possible, we must make ourselves more resilient. This means owning land, having your own well, a supply of food to weather the storm, adequate supplies of ammunition, useful skills, and close community bonds. It also means sounding the alarm bells about elite propaganda campaigns, legislative maneuvers, and bureaucratic fights designed to destroy you. Prepare to dig in for a long winter.